Do your pets have the same energy they used to? Do they have problems with itching, scratching, a dull coat, or goopy ears? Then your pets need Dinovite. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. For over 20 years, pet owners have trusted Dinovite to supplement their pet's diet. We started Dinovite and in our first box, we noticed a difference. Dinovite is an all-natural daily supplement made from whole foods that helps support your pet's immune system, digestion, skin, and coat. Within three weeks, he's not scratching and itching, and he's an all-around happier dog. Today's commercial pet foods are processed at high temperatures, which bakes out all the essential goodness. These processed foods can lack the essential vitamins, enzymes, and probiotics that contribute to overall good health. Adding a scoop of Dynavite to your pet's food bowl is the answer. If you love your pets as much as I do, you'll want to do what's best for them to live long, healthy, happy lives. I have two cats and two dogs. All four of them are on the Dynavite. You won't believe how happy your dog will be. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. One. The following is a live copyrighted presentation. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time now for RadioLawTalk.com with your host, Frederick Penny, attorney at law. And now, RadioLawTalk.com. Welcome to Hour 2 of Radio Law Talk. Appreciate you uh, hanging out with us. It's March 26, 2000. 22, and uh, this is the most entertaining, exciting, and sometimes informative show on earth. Remember, we're here only for you to uh, use this information against your in-laws or a friend that's kind of keeps throwing the they say out. You can use us, but remember, we're talking about general topics of law. We're not giving you legal advice. Uh, Go to our uh, disclaimers on radiolawtalk.com. If you want to email us, email us at info at radiolawtalk.com. Again, info at radiolawtalk.com. We have all types of social media. And everyone's like, well, what's your social media? All you got to do, I'll tell you, we use our Instagram more than anything. Go look at our Instagram at Radio Law Talk, And I'm telling you, it's probably one of the more interesting last three posts I did that uh, I threw out. A little bit about each of us, Cal, Denise, myself, and Todd, to get to know us personally a little bit more. And I thought it was kind of a fun little project I did. By the way, that was at 5 a.m. in the morning is when I did it. Couldn't sleep. Oh, I'm going to do a little project. Well, I appreciated it, by the way. Thank you. Yeah, it was kind of fun. What, did you guys? Did I did I portray you improperly or properly, guys? What do you think? Well, the one with the knife, you know, that was kind of bad. But Denise, I didn't do a good, good job on yours? <laughs> no, I loved it. Oh, okay. I, I thought did, it I loved I did it. too. No, what no, no. Yours, I loved Todd? it. I think you got the essence of each of us. I tried. Yeah. Well, it's only with what pictures I had, by the way. I didn't have all the. Oh, you know. had to get go on my Facebook or something. To I get think some I, of them. I grabbed one of them from your Facebook. Yeah. I think, but I had some of those other pictures. Wow. Uh, the other the other ones that I have that I'm holding over your head, I, I didn't produce those ones yet. <laughs> <laughs> you better not. <laughs> well, I got a grandbaby shot in there. That's all I was worried about. Yeah. So that was nice. yeah. Call us at 855-LAW-RADIO, 855-DENISE. 529-7234. If you want to call in and discuss anything with us this hour, we're going to talk about a lot, number of interesting things, including, uh, we, you know, we started to talk about it first hour, but we want to continue on about the Theranos trial that's coming up. Um, uh, and that's not Elizabeth Holmes' trial. That's uh, Milwani, uh, Milwani. Milwani. Yeah. His, her co her uh, co-owner, I'm going to call it, 
And then we're going to talk about the Boeing 737 MAX. And uh, they're apparently trying to – they tried, that is they, that is the government and, and others, tried to prosecute an individual employee – uh, in Boeing. We're going to tell about that case, what's going on with that. Um, we're going to talk about Bob Saget's, uh, what the newly released records are showing. Remember, there was a lawsuit brought to stop information from being disseminated. They had pictures, et cetera, et cetera. But it's very, very interesting to see what the heck happened there. I, I, just bizarre. And, and you know what? I think, I'm not going to say for sure, but I they were hinting, but he still he still tested positive for COVID at the time of his death, and he may have just had some you know issues with COVID still, right? Yeah, but could, we're gonna could be yeah, but we're gonna get back and and, and we're gonna talk about that and see what's well, he going tested on. positive for COVID posthumously. I know that that's what I'm saying. That's so he so had weird. it, and he, and apparently he had had it for a while, and they thought he he was he was over it apparently, but but I don't know what's well, going on there. We're gonna talk about that. Yeah. Go ahead. You had, you had a well, I was just going to say he tested positive for COVID, but there were other uh, injuries that they oh, found. Yeah. That, yeah, no, that well, yeah, to. that's true. But he thought he was suffering from long-term COVID, thinking it had already been gotten over COVID. And you know what? That's That raises kind of the issue about how long after you test positive for COVID should you be back in the public? I think this case probably uh, uh, challenges uh, some of our uh, notions about that. I don't think a lot about the COVID. A lot of people, there's a lot of stuff we're still learning. It's just it, It'll yeah. be years. It's going to be years and years when we figure that out. Cal. True. I just wanted to tell you that we got a lovely caller from a woman in California who said, please tell Denise, I and many other people, I'm sure, are praying for her back to get well. Yes! I just Thank wanted you, you to know so that. much. Very sweet. Oh. Very sweet. She loves the show, loves you, loves what you do, and did, I'm very thankful for that. Yeah, That's we so appreciate nice. it. Did you get her first name or no? Oh, no, she didn't okay. want, want, want Good. She just wanted Let to tell me Let me tell you, Denise stands here, and then she sits back down. And Todd and I watch. She loves this show. This is her life. I mean, her life is her family and 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 her law practice. But outside that, Denise is one of the ones that pushes the show more than anyone. She wears the shirts. She carries cards around. The judges, well, I guess we it slipped. Sometimes go, uh, you know. Sometimes people. I, no, they've told me before they've listened to it. That's yeah. not a big deal. Yeah, and not just in all locally. over, all over the place. Yeah, right. And 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 it's fun. It's been fun. It's, it's been more fun. fun. I had I had a farmer tell me the other day they listened to the show while they're out there farming. You know what a what a great opportunity. But Denise, uh, I see her grimacing when she stands up. But all right, so Sit we're down, we're talking stand about up. all right. Do we just want to give us a tease, Cal? Give us a tease. A quick well, okay, tease. okay. Well, we'll do this. Lay it out. Speaking Laid of out. farmers, now, yes. right? All right? We all know that Idaho is famous for its potatoes. It says right there on the license plate, "Famous potatoes." We know that, right? And a major burger chain, I won't say which one, but the one in your neighborhood with the golden I know, arches, I know they're the one. biggest customers of Idaho potatoes for their French fries. Eat them up. Eat those fries. That helps an Idaho farmer. But a group of offshore farmers from the country of India decided they would grow a specific variety of tater called the FL-2027. It handled their warm. Well, that humid, sounds really good, right? Well, <laughs> not russet. It handled their warm, humid climate well. Yeah, right. Not the russet Burbank. Dozens of food processors loved this variety of potato, but the trouble is, the potato was developed by scientists at PepsiCo Frito Lay. FL said that Spud was developed at great expense 
and exclusive for our potato chips. So we want you people in India to stop producing our potato or pay us rights. And we'll tell you where you can sell it, by the way. You can't just – it's our potato, basically. Oh. So the major agribusiness growers, which are Jop G Potato Seed, Raza Potato Company, and Gujarat Bio Organic said no – we're not going to stop growing this potato, and we're not going to stop buying it because the people who grow it in India are small family farmers, and we're not going to hurt them by honoring your request. If they want to grow your spud, that's up to them. We'll buy what we buy. Deal with it, right? But but and, but, but they're not using that spud in India for for McDonald's, are they? Well, I don't know. Oh. This, 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 I, and I don't know how they got their hands on the variety either. I tried to research that. I don't know. So... Uh, they chose the variety independently without their contract buyers instructing them to do, to, do so. Pardon me. PepsiCo Frito-Lay said, well, that's fine. You know, we're a great big company, multi-million dollar company, and we've got a lot of lawyers. So we'll go to them and ask them if we have a case or no case. And, Todd, Ooh. I think you're first here. So you get to give us your sense of that can case. I, can or, I? Hey, can I just yeah. can I can I ask away? Not ask a question, but I, can, can I do that? What, can, I just spaced the word. Uh, oh, anecdotal stuff. Can I talk about some anecdotal stuff? Sure, why not? I guess I'm the host. I can do whatever you, you want. You can do whatever you want. Pretty much Fred. got your name on the show and on the shirt, so go right ahead. <laughs> I want to talk and about on the suitcase. I want to talk about McDonald's <laughs> right. and Idaho Spuds. I yeah. know about Idaho Spuds because let me tell you, I lived in Idaho when I was young, a young, a younger man. I was in you know 19, 20, 21. I lived in Idaho. I'm going to tell you some quick Idaho stories about Idaho spuds. I and love the Idaho potatoes. spuds and Idaho spuds. And we got a minute farmers, left to go. I mean, so I'm, I'm there. So but, I I, but I'm going to get there in a minute. But as a young, hungry man out there, the Idaho spuds, you talk about Idaho, I mean, the spuds and Irish, how they lived off those. Let me tell you, during the season when they were, you know, bringing up the Idaho spuds and they were transporting them. I'm going to tell you how we lived off those things when we come back. It's an interesting, interesting way. I and mean, he's la Todd's laughing. Fred's out there. That's a pretty potato. Yeah. It's pretty also potato. interesting to note that uh, when I worked on TV, that they shut down the high schools during potato yes. harvest season, shut down the football season, everything, so the kids could go work in the field and harvest spuds. All right, we're going to talk about spuds in case or no case and Fred Penny's take on it when we come back. <laughs> this is Radio Law Talk. Stay tuned. Constitute an endorsement. The announcements may contain claims that are not intended to treat, diagnose, or cure any disease. These claims have not been evaluated by the FDA. I've got to get my car washed. This dirt is just won't do. The best thing about Quick Cut Car Wash is whenever you go through, the smell on your car is always great, and they have super fun lights and colors. But I don't have no time today. I don't know what I do. Your car smells good and it's clean at Quick Cut Car Wash. And I know this place right down the road. Quick Cut quick, quick, car, car, car Wash. Quick Cut Car Wash. Get the quick clack confidence. Up inside, let's take a ride and watch this kind of shine. Get the quick clack habit. Take a car once a week. Just come and see, I guarantee your ride will steal the show. I like quick clack because of the mascot, Quackles. Come on, quick quack. So we sell unlimited membership for per vehicle. You can add a family plan and add an additional vehicle at a discounted rate. Don't drive that dirty car. Uh -huh. Quick quack car. Whoa. 
What's your IRS problem? Do you owe back taxes? Is there a lien placed on your property? Have your bank accounts been frozen or seized? Have your wages been garnished? Are you being audited by the IRS? Are they sending you letters that demand actions and have urgent due dates? Well, solving your tax problems is as easy as calling Taxes 321. The IRS is the largest collection agency in the world. You need the best representation to give you peace of mind. You need experienced professionals that can cut through the red tape and stop the collection process. If you have a serious problem with the IRS, call the Taxes 321 network today. We'll get them off your back. 800-738-0170-800-738-0170-800-738-0170-800-738-0170. Hey, listen up. Before the weather changes, get new windows in your home and save possibly hundreds on your energy bill. Call the Window Replacement Hotline right now and take advantage of their special savings event. Get your leaky, drafty windows replaced with energy-efficient, beautiful, virtually maintenance-free windows at this year's rock-bottom prices. Our prices are so low, we don't want to scare the competition. The only way to hear about our window savings is to call. Yes, you must call our special toll-free number for the best window replacement prices in town. Get your new windows, patio doors, and more from the Window Replacement hotline get ready for the change in weather save on your energy bills call right now for tremendous prices on new windows and beautify your home call the window replacement hotline now 800-710-3739-800-710-3739-800-710-3739 that's 800-710-3739 life can be full of risks One thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance. If you're self-employed or you now need affordable health insurance, you need to make this free call right now and see how the health insurance helpline can help you get it. We specialize in helping the self-employed and people just like you that need affordable health insurance to get it. We have short and long-term health insurance plans and some even cover dental, vision, and prescription drugs. Don't take a risk with your family's health insurance. It's not worth it. If you're self-employed or now need affordable health insurance, call right now and learn for free how to get it. Listen, affordable health insurance plans for everyone just like you are a free phone call away. So give us a shout right now. 800-670-0940. That's 800-670-0940. You're listening to Radio Law Talk. And now back to the show. So, Cal, did a case or no case about Idaho uh, farmers? India farmers. Right, right. But talking about Idaho farmers' potatoes yep. um, is what he started out with. And India, they've got the, y, the FL2027 um, spud that they are using that supposedly PepsiCo is the one that that uh, made this thing, genetically uh, altered this thing to make it that spud and told and Pepsi saying stop using our 
our um, recipe of uh, stop using our tater. Yeah, our tater. And then basically, what they said, they said, no, we got two little small little families that use it, and we need it here in India. So what's the what's the issue, case or no case? But I want to jump back to Idaho. Idaho. When you when I was poor and had no money, and we're in eighty two, nineteen eighty two, ninety eighty three, and I was uh, hanging out in Idaho during the the harvest season, the trucks. Remember the trucks, Cal? They have those big kind of just piles. And, and if you look at the trucks, it's not like leveled out. No, no, the no. potatoes are piled high. Stack high, open and open, open top trucks. Open yeah. top. Yeah, yeah. And they turn the corners and the spuds would fall out into the corner. And they're in ditches everywhere. And we would pull along. How anyone ever bought a potato when they're living in Idaho when they can just pull off to the side <laughs> of the road That's true. in the ditch and we would pick up, and I'm not talking like little tiny. No, the we're big talking russets. the big russets. Yeah. We had you. We could have had a thousand, thousand pounds of potatoes if we wanted to. So we lived off. I, I ate potatoes for breakfast, lunch, dinner, and so that was. Isn't that an interesting little thing? During that time that happened, I was able to save money and get Are free potatoes. Serious? Yes. And I was able to do that. So, and we won't talk about McDonald's. Yeah, staple in Oregon, potatoes were a staple. Okay, for us. now here's the other one. Love we're gonna people are maybe get mad, but this is fun stuff. What is okay? Quiz for you guys. I'm gonna do it at the end. Go ahead, Cal. You go ahead and go over. To well, the, Todd, I just wanted to know if end. you think this is if PepsiCo went after these little small India from India Indian potato farmers and or not. All right, so so here's my here's my take on this. By the way, I have a story similar to Fred's, but only involved donuts, not potatoes. I could tell that one. <laughs> we'll follow the donut truck. Nice. Uh, we we call them gomi donuts, yeah. and there's a reason why. But anyway, so uh, with this one here, look, if anybody's seen the movie The Martian with Matt Damon, done by Ridley Scott, you know that potatoes, if treated properly after you get them, you can use them, have them sprout, pop them in the ground, grow new potatoes. Right. They're right? food. They're seed. It's right. food. It's yeah. seed. It happens. And yeah. I'm sitting there thinking. There, there's a place over in India that if it's true that they're using these to feed people that are hungry that need this, that PepsiCo wouldn't be suing them. They would be saying, look at the great humanitarian thing we're doing. We've provided a potato that grows in this climate. They're able to use it, and it's great, and people are eating. And because of that, I say I have no doubt that people in India are using this. And it's no case. There's no lawsuit. As a result. It's just an awesome thing that – this was created, and they're able to use it over there. So, no case. Okay. Yeah. I, by the way, I would really like some Lay's potato chips right now. But anyway, <laughs> I am too, I'm starving for a potato chip. Uh, Denise, what do you think about this? Well, I had a similar idea, except that I thought they would find a way to monetize it by licensing that particular uh, potato variety, and um, you know, getting getting license fees for it. And maybe they did give some freebies to these Indian uh, families, but something tells me that even if they did, the way that they genetically altered it, it's all over the whole world anyway. Because anytime you genetically alter some kind of a uh, food product, um, there's no way to contain it and and keep it in and, and not let it go all over the place. So I would say that it is not a case as well but that they did find a way to monetize it. Well, based on Todd's theory, we could take a Lay's potato chip and put it in the ground and 
No, no, no not no, a Lay's potato chip. Because potato chip process. However, <laughs> I learned this from Boy Scouts. I'm teasing, of course. You yeah. can take a Lay's potato chip and get all the salt off of it and store it and use that to start fires. <laughs> <laughs> because that's how I always cheated when I made fire when I was in Boy Scouts. Everybody was like, trying to get the tinder and everything started. You the potato I was, chip? I was like, I just throw a potato chip in there and light that thing on fire. It'll burn. You're good to go. Nice. That's smart. Well, reason there. Uh, Fred, what do you think? Case or no case? I know I kind of agree with them, but I'm going to go on a limb and try to get some points, Cal. That's what I want to try to do. Sure. Wait, did, did, did you say no case? She said, said no, no case. case. Both yeah. of you. So I'm going to say it's a case, but I think nothing occurs with it. In other words, it it doesn't go to court, doesn't go to trial. It's maybe filed, um, and, and, but nothing occurs. There's no settlement. No, there might be a settlement, but nothing happens after the. The lawsuit. I, I don't even. I know it's a scenario. I'm just trying to think if it's a case. I'm just going to say it's a case because I want points, Cal. All right. Now, well, I think with all that, yeah. before you yeah. give the answer, yeah. The the three of you, name first of all, Simplot is the famous person, a guy by the name of Jack John Jack Simplot. J, by Jack. Yeah, J R. J R. Simplot, yeah. and he he had a massive home outside of Boise, Idaho, that sat on a hill with a big flag. I remember it. And they're the ones that make most of the potatoes and the French fries for McDonald's. If not all, at one time, probably most or all of it in the United States. But not, yeah. all, not now, but he, they, they, they did that. Processing all over Idaho. Yes. All over Idaho, yeah. And everybody thought, um, you know, these – and by the way, they're, they're wonderful French fries. But the question is, and he was so big, that is not the largest – potato grower in the United States. So we're about a one minute left. I want you to think about it, those of you out there. And um, I want you to tell me the largest potato grower in the United States, the first thing, and approximately within 10,000, so that gives you a hint, within 10,000, how many acres of potatoes they are growing. And what state they're growing these potatoes in other than Idaho. When we come out, what time we got, Cal? I want to go out on the break. Yeah, exactly, I, got a minute. Yeah, I want to. I want to take this out. So here it is. What's the name of the company? Where are they located? What state other than the Idaho are the are all their potatoes grown? Almost all their potatoes are grown. And uh, what's the final one? So it's not in India, you're saying? No, it's and not in the United States. <laughs> or how many acres do they do they grow within ten thousand? All right, we'll be back after this. Just relax. Tell us that. Then we're going to find out about the case or no case, what Cal is going to tell us. And hopefully I win. <laughs> we'll find out in a little bit as Radio Law Talk continues right here on many of your favorite local radio stations and on RadioLawTalk.com. Every Saturday, 9 to noon, we're live. And all of our episodes are uploaded via podcast so you can listen to the show at your convenience. We'll be back in a bit. aired on Radio Law Talk contain the opinions of the sponsor. The airing of said announcements on Radio Law Talk does not constitute an endorsement. The announcements may contain claims that are not intended to treat, diagnose, or cure any disease. These claims have not been evaluated by the FDA. Do you run a business and want to learn how you can get between $10,000 to $5 million in 60 seconds? We're biz to credit a top-rated online financing provider to hundreds of thousands of America's business owners. 
If your business does at least $120,000 a year in gross sales, we can get you more money to run your business in as little as 72 hours. Our terms are simple, repayment plans are flexible, and based on your cash flow. Plus, the paperwork is minimal, and the approval process is fast. So in the time you've listened to this commercial, you could have learned if you qualify to get up to $5 million in cash deposited to your business bank account in the next two to three days. Funding specialists are ready to take your call right now and get you the money you need fast. Call 800-559-5523. That's 800-559-5523. Again, 800-559-5523. Call now. How is your car payment treating you? What if I told you you could make a free phone call right now and reduce your car payment by as much as $83 a month? Look at your car payment closely. You could be paying as high as 20% interest. Rate Genius can help you reduce your car payments by reducing your interest rate to as low as 2.48% APR. We can refinance most existing car loans or leased cars, new or used, and save you money every month. Put more money back in your pocket. The call is free to find out how low we can lower your car payment. Five minutes of your time right now could save you hundreds of dollars a year. Call Rate Genius now. 800-352-3308. 800-352-3308. That's 800-352-3308. Not all applicants qualify for a loan or rate savings. Actual offer terms. 1376. Boys are weird. Radio Law Talk. I like that show. Radio Law Talk. Now back to the show. Cal, give us the answer as to what happened with this oh, sure. uh, case sure, first. Sure. So the question is that uh, these people from India were growing a Frito-Lay brand of potato. Frito-Lay was not happy about that, allegedly. And uh, under the scenario that I established for you, they decided to sue the major buyers in India who were buying these spuds from these small farmers. And the question okay. was, would they do that? And, and Todd I said, s- no. And I said, no case. And he said, no, and I said, yes. Hmm. So those of you who said it was a case, that would be Fred. Hmm. Well, congratulations, Fred. Yes, Denise, I got you. That's a two-pointer for me. So uh, they sued the big companies and their small-time Indian farmers for growing the Whoa. FL 2027. PepsiCo wanted the farmers to pay a royalty, Denise, here's your monetization angle, of $143,000 each per growing season. And uh, they said they couldn't do that. And so dozens of activists and farmers unions and the Ministry of Agriculture of India, they all climbed up and accused PepsiCo of being bad guys. So they had a hearing. And PepsiCo told Business Insider it would amicably settle. Yep, I told you it settled out. And they only took legal action as a last resort, so their potato brand is protected, and the case was settled away from court. And that is... Oh, my gosh, Fred Penny, I'm so proud of you. Did I say that? Yeah, now next hour. Denise, I'm ahead. Fred just hurt his shoulder, patting himself on the back. Now, next hour. (laughs) Yes. Next hour, we're going to take you to an an event that occurred in New York City over 100 years ago, but very close to this date. And it, that was, uh, well, let's just say it caused a lot of concern. It involved some young seamstresses and a fire. That's next hour on Radio right. Law Talk, Case or No Case. Okay, answer my question. Name the company, where, other than Idaho, where, where, um, where they have the potatoes being grown, 
and the acreage, Todd. Uh, Estimate. I, I think that the name of the company is Potato Incorporated. There you go. That sounds like and it's, in, it's in California. <laughs> California. And I'm going to say that they have 170,000 acres okay. of potatoes that they're growing. Was there one other one that I had to? No, that's good enough. And then uh, what, what other states other than. Are they growing it? You can just, I don't know. That, uh, no. well, they're, they're growing it in both the uh, real estate. There you go. Okay. <laughs> Next. Go ahead, Denise. And mental state. I have no idea the All name right. of this place. Right, but I, I, it's going to have to be related somehow to potatoes, right? Right. I would say that it is uh, Wendy's. Okay, got it. And that it is in Oregon and California. Ooh, that's a good one. And um, like around Klamath, Tule Lake, okay, kind of a, a crossover between those two All states. Right. West Coast, Cal. And how many acres? Yeah, how many acres you want? Two hundred and thirty thousand. Cal, that's a lot of acreage. I'm going to I, I guess. I'm going to guess. I'm an Idaho guy, so I J.R. Simplot's my man, right? But I'm going to guess or Ida. Gotcha. Oregon, oh, Idaho. One. The other states where potatoes are grown as big cash crops are Oregon and Maine. Yeah. Huge potato crops in Maine. And I'm going to guess. How many acres? I'm going to guess a half a million acres. 500,000. Yeah. All right. The company's name is R.D. Oft Farms. They're based out of Fargo, North Dakota. What? They grow no potatoes in Idaho. Uh, they have 190,000 acres, Todd, and you guys are both close. The places where they grow the potatoes, North South Dakota, Minnesota, Missouri, Texas, and Wisconsin. You can't grow wow. potatoes there. That's the places they grow it. That's a clapper. Can you believe wow, that? That's wow. So the largest, 190,000 acres. And it's not, they don't even grow, at least according to their website part, they don't grow in Idaho. The answers in every one of those categories were my second choice. <laughs> well, yeah. you know, potatoes we love the dark volcanic soil of right. Idaho. They really right. do. They grow so well there. Luther Burbank developed the was part involved in the in the Rus, Bur, Russet Burbank potato, and believe me, potatoes are Idaho's economic lifeblood. Right. A friend of mine from grade school is the president of the Idaho Potato Association that lobbies nationwide for them. Well, it, they, it's good. Is it's volcanic, right? Because yep. that really does. That's why yep. Tule Lake grows potatoes. Exactly right. So this guy's name. And actually, the state of Washington is a big potato grower too. True. Oregon, uh, Eastern, Oregon, Washington, Washington, yep. Washington. Eastern Washington. Eastern Washington. Well, guess what? They also have the Idaho Potato Bowl in Boise, Idaho. That's yeah. right. They have the bowl. Okay, we're going to talk about the Theranos really quick. Um, let's. Uh, we we talked about this hour number one, but I want to I want to bring up a couple things. The issue was we have this TikToker talking about. Um, Elizabeth Holmes, and you brought up some interesting thing, Todd, about why uh, now the trial's going on. Not with Elizabeth; she's they're gonna. She's been found guilty of a few things, and uh, they're going to sentence her in September. But the her partner uh, Belwani is now in trial, and they they're putting up on the stand this TikToker, and I'm going to talk about a few things she she brings up. And you said there's a reason why they're bringing her up, and there's a reason why they separated the two trials. Yeah, I mean, sometimes people would think, well, wait a minute, Bolwani and Holmes are charged with the same thing, they're similar things, they're charged with being co-conspirators in this this fraud plot, as it's described, allegedly, as it relates to Bolwani. Holmes has been found guilty now. Why didn't they try them together? 
Why, why, why do we have these separate trials? I mean, one of the considerations is separate trials if maybe somebody, one of them ends up testifying against the other. But I've heard nothing, nothing. I mean, we know Bolwani didn't testify against Holmes, and I've heard nothing to suggest that Holmes is going to be called to testify against Bolwani. But one of the reasons why they separate these trials out has to do with statements that were made by co-defendants. So under the law, hearsay is generally not admissible unless it's a statement made by the defendant in a criminal case. So if it's a, a you, know, you hear those rights, anything you say can and will be used against you in a court of law, right? So the prosecution can introduce your statements if you are the accused in a trial where you are being charged and tried for something. Well, what happens if they have co-defendants in the case and Holmes made statements that are implicating her? Can they be used against Bolwani? And the answer is no, because of the hearsay rule. And the, the, the way that they would get around that, they got two options. If, if they want to bring in statements against one that are not necessarily admissible against the other. Two options. One option, separate trials. And that's what we see right now. Different juries hearing things. Or sometimes they can do them in the same trial, but you actually impanel two separate juries. And when the evidence being brought in against one defendant, statements, things like that happens, the other jury leaves the courtroom while that evidence is brought in. It, it's, it's a nightmare. Nothing complicated about that. Yeah. So you, do, do you suppose that Elizabeth Holmes' sentencing is later so that she will testify against her former lover and maybe they can say, well, we got a sentencing deal here if you come through on the witness stand, which that stuff does happen. I, 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 was, I was wondering if that was going to be the case, but I have seen nothing to suggest that Elizabeth Holmes will be called as a witness. And the reason why I say that is, under the rules of discovery, one party has to disclose to the other side who their anticipated witnesses are. Right. Well, Elizabeth Holmes' name has never been, to my knowledge, disclosed to the Bolwani defense team as a potential witness or somebody that the government intends to call in his case. I think that the s sentencing was delayed for her because her baby will be over one year old at the sentencing. Because remember, she just had a baby last summer. So that means she can't take the baby to prison if it's over one? I no, mean, it's just that it's, you know, a judge may have some sympathy for a new mother and for the baby in particular. And letting the baby get a little bit older before they're separated from their mothers is not a bad idea. I, I, see, I see another reason for sentencing. I mean, obviously, they want to see how things turn out with Bolwani to find out if, after jury trials, was she the one really pushing this or was he the one really pushing this? Who was the major player? Who was influencing whom? But let's say they're both found guilty of similar conduct. I think what the court really wants to do is to make sure that the sentences handed down are pretty similar because it's not going to look very good if you hammer the young uh, female and you don't hammer the older male when they are convicted of the same yeah, thing. Yeah, that, so that's think, a good point. So they, they could they be those... delaying the sentencing so they could do them together. Yes. Or similarly. Yeah. So what, what really quick she said, the late, this gal testifying, she said, number one, she liked to go, she had to go as an executive assistant and uh, 
what is it? Get her juice. The green juice. She wants four juices a day, two in the morning, two in the afternoon. And she said she wanted it fresh only. And you know what she did? She said, I was so busy, I finally just put some in the refrigerator, and she thought it was fresh, and I switched it around, and we give it to her, uh, and she didn't know the difference. She but, learned a lot from her boss. And not only that, the other she guy, Milwaukee, would <laughs> kicked, her, kicked her out due to the fact she had black uh, nail polish. We'll be back. We're going to talk more uh, about what's going on in the legal community. Black we'll nail polish. That's a deal breaker. We'll be right back with more Radio Law Talk. Stay tuned. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. Learn how thousands of smart homeowners are investing about a dollar to avoid expensive home repair bills. John, a former non-customer, said, My air conditioner broke and I had to spend $1,900 to fix it. Jeff, a customer, wrote, My air conditioner broke and I got a new one at no out-of-pocket cost. Mary, a former non-customer, wrote, My heating system stopped running. I had to spend $3,000 to get a new one. Lisa, a customer, wrote, My heater stopped working. I got it fixed at no out-of-pocket cost. For about $1 a day, you can have all the major appliances and systems in your home guaranteed fixed or replaced with HSC's home warranty coverage. Call now, and the first month is free. If the lines are busy, please call back. Call now, 800. 800-238-9182, 800-263-2610. That's 800-263-2610. If your loved one has passed away due to COVID-19, pay close attention to this message. You could be entitled to a death benefit of over $300,000. 
The U.S. government has set up a fund to pay families relief if they've lost a loved one due to COVID-19. We know this is a hard time for you, and this fund has been set up by the federal government to help ease your pain. The compensation includes a death benefit and lost wages benefit. Time is limited, so we urge you to make a free phone call right now. There's no cost to you for this claim. All legal fees are only covered once you receive your money. So if you've lost a loved one due to COVID-19, call the legal helpline right now to find out if you qualify for a cash award. Here's our number. 800-918-7092-800-918-7092-800-918-7092. That's 800-918-7092. Paid for by the IPG Law Group. So you're telling me there's a chance. Oh, come on. Is this real life? Time to get back to Radio Law Talk on RadioLawTalk.com and on your favorite radio station. We're back from the break uh, having some interesting behind-the-scenes conversation. Now, this is what I want to do. I want Denise and Todd to take the position on the Supreme Court ruling on the Navy SEALs recently. And we, we used to do this in law school. We were talking about law school, how the professor would say, Mr. Cunin, will you take the position X, take the position Y? Who wants to tell about what happened with the Supreme Court ruling on the Navy SEALs? And, uh, well, Todd, or Denise, you want to start with you or Todd? It's up to you, Denise. Well, you I, make I, I can lay the background for it. Okay. Do you want to? Okay, lay so, the background, then Denise, you start with your position, and then Todd, your. I mean, again, this is just taking a position for the argument, if you want to call in, 855-LAW-RADIO. Again, 855-LAW-RADIO. 529-7234. That's it. And if you want to talk about this, go ahead, Todd. All right. So in a nutshell, a little while ago, the Navy, uh, this is after the COVID pandemic started, the Navy instituted a policy saying that everyone had to, all the service personnel had to be vaccinated or they would no longer be able to be deployed and refusal to take the vaccine uh, would be deemed insubordinate and you'd be charged along the lines of failing to comply with a law or with an order of your superiors. Uh, well, that raised some suspicions or questions on the part of several service members, including Navy SEALs, who claimed that they had religious objections to the vaccine. So the Navy came out with a policy allowing for a religious exemption. And 32 Navy SEALs have filed a suit on behalf of them and a bunch of others claiming that while the religious exemption was given by the Navy, it was an impracticality the way the Navy ran that exemption. Nobody was granted any exemptions, and so they filed a lawsuit. The lawsuit is still at the trial level. The lawsuit is not done. The lawsuit is ongoing. But as often happens, sometimes judges will allow for an injunction to happen while the lawsuit is pending, and that's what happened at the trial court. The trial court put an injunction in place preventing the Navy from implementing parts of their vaccination policy. That got appealed to the Fifth Circuit. The Fifth Circuit upheld the injunction, and then that was appealed to the U.S. Supreme Court. It originally went to Justice Alito, who hears the emergency requests. and Coming just, out of that circuit. Coming out of that circuit, and Justice Alito then passed it on to the entire Supreme Court for a ruling not on the propriety of the underlying lawsuit, but on whether the temporary stay should, uh, about the 
Navy's policy, whether the temporary stay should continue or if the temporary stay should be lifted. And in a 6-3 decision on that limited issue, the court decided, ruled that the stay should be lifted. And there were three justices dissenting. The three justices were Gorsuch, Alito, and Clarence Thomas. Gorsuch and Alito, uh, well, Alito wrote a decision. Gorsuch concurred with that dissent. dissent. And Justice Thomas just said, I dissent. He didn't concur with anything. He just said, I dissent. So that's where we stand. And I guess the question is, did the Supreme Court get it right in this temporary restraining order issue? And Denise? I feel like they did. Okay. And because, you know, you're always saying follow the science. And one of the major things that was raised here is if they were unvaccinated Navy persons and they were deployed to a ship and they're in a contained ship and they get COVID, they could infect a whole ship. And that whole ship then could no longer be used. Even if they weren't all infected, just some of them were, they would have to be Um, They could not be deployed and they would be ineffective, uh, if you will. So it needs more science. That's why I think they lifted the stay in a a part. The other part, which is um, Kavanaugh. Kavanaugh is a big justice who likes to talk about the three branches of government and who has the rights to make decisions in those three branches of government. And in the particular case of the Navy SEALs or any part of the military, that's an executive branch function. And the executive branch has the control, if you will, and can make the rules and and, and enforce the rules and policies for the military, of which Navy is part of that. So I think that this was part of parcel of Kavanaugh uh, wanting to um, assert it. They've done this year, they've already done in this um, session uh, legislative where they've recognized that this is for legislative. It's not for the judiciary. We are stepping back. And if something needs to be done, it's got to be Congress, right? So now they're getting a developing law and helping to develop law, which was well settled um, on the executive um, powers. All right. I think the dissent got it right, and I'll, for this reason. The issue before the court should have been this. Is the plaintiff, the 32 Navy SEALs, are they likely to prevail on their claims at the trial court level? If the answer is yes, then clearly the injunction should be in, because this lawsuit can take three or four years. And if the Navy SEALs, if there's a likelihood they're going to succeed, well, they'll be suffering for three or four years until they get that trial-level decision. That is the issue that should have been before the court, not separation of powers, not whether or not uh, the president is commander-in-chief, none of that, because that's all red herring issues. If the president is commander-in-chief and if the military can go ahead and impose rules under their executive functions, they still have to answer whether or not those rules violate the constitutional rights of those that are in the military. There is nothing that allows the president as commander-in-chief or the military joint chiefs or anything like that to say, hey, because we are the military, we can go and impose any rule and it's not subject to constitutional review. And, and, and so, they, so they can't do that. This is what we know about the underlying lawsuit. 
Yes, they did impose, the government did impose the vaccine mandate, and yes, they did apply for a religious exemption. About 4,000 people, this is all from the trial level, about 4,000 people applied for the religious exemption. The religious exemption that required 50, five, zero steps in order to obtain them. The first 35 steps of which were met with form letter after form letter, all rejecting the application. It wasn't until the 35th step that anybody actually was able to read the requests for the exemption. And even then, it was not a decision maker. Of the 4,000 people that applied for the exemption, not one was given the exemption. So when, the, when you look at the likelihood that the, sales, that the SEALs would prevail at trial, the government, to justify the vaccine mandate here, has to prove a compelling governmental interest and that their remedy was the least intrusive means possible for protecting that. And here's where the Navy is going to fail. Because the only people who were denied deployment because they didn't get the vaccine were those that argued it on religious exemptions. Yet everybody that didn't get the vaccine because they were allergic to the vaccine or because there was a medical issue and they didn't get the vaccine or they were part of a trial, those folks still unvaccinated were still deployed. And so the argument that if you put somebody unvaccinated on a ship and they can infect the entire ship is defeated by the Navy's policy of putting unvaccinated people on the ship because they were allergic to it. Now you've got an equal protection clause problem. And that's why the, the trial court and the Fifth Circuit and the dissenting justices looked at this and said the Navy SEALs are probably going to prevail on this because the government can't show least intrusive means used. That's the sole issue. Not any of the other stuff that was raised in Justice Kavanaugh's decision. And because of that, because the sole issue, they should have followed the law that they're supposed to follow when ruling on whether injunctions should or should not be imposed pending the outcome of a trial. And the majority diverted from that, deviated from that completely. They should have stayed on course. The, defense, the dissent asked them to, and I think the dissent was right. So what happens when you have a um, religious exception to being in the military? military or to acting in that capacity you say i've been taught thou shall not kill so that is my religious right so what happens do you get deployed or do you not get deployed you step out of the military you have to right yeah we have conscientious objectors that were accommodated for when there was the draft right now we have a volunteer military if if that's your objection don't join, Don't the military. join the military. Yeah. Many were made exactly. medics in the draft. There were made medics in the draft. Many yes. of them were. So what you're arguing is if you don't want to be, if you want to be unvaccinated, then step out of the military. That's exactly. what you're saying. That's exactly. You're saying. Except that for those people that you raised, they can make that choice before they join the military. The SEALs were already in, and then this new restriction was imposed upon them. So it's a different situation. All right. We're going to be back. Hour number three. We got a lot more to talk about, including the Boeing 737 trial we'll be back six minutes top of the hour break for most local affiliates to play news and we'll continue at six minutes after right here don't go away you have been listening to radiolawtalk.com a copyrighted presentation of radio law talk incorporated
Hi, this is Wayne Alaroot from my great friends John and Chelsea Jubilee of Energized Health. They're regular guests on my show, sharing their breakthrough science of intercellular hydration. Recently, they were guests at my wedding. Everyone kept saying, wow, you look so much younger, healthier, thinner, Wayne. You look younger at age 60 than 50. What did you do? And I pointed them to John and Chelsea and said, they did it. Go talk to them. Energized Health changed my life. And the proof isn't just in how I look. I lost 25 pounds of fat, including the dangerous visceral fat. And I've kept the fat off for over a year. And I'll be on this program for life because it's sustainable. Don't just take my word for it. I've received more fan mail about Energized Health than any other advertiser in history. John and Chelsea Jubilee are transforming lives. Right now, Energized Health is offering my fans the war 40% off decisive action discount. 40% off. Go to EnergizedHealth.com or call toll-free 888-444-8895. Toll-free 888-444-8895 or EnergizedHealth.com. 